I'm so excited to announce the 2020 Energy Intensive with me, Trisha Carr, and my partner, Crystal Ann Compton. The Energy Intensive is an eight-week comprehensive program that teaches and activates energy healing modalities. This program is unique, it is brand new, and it is cutting edge. It's also perfect for anyone who's interested in healing and energy, and particularly for intuitive people, for metaphysical seekers, and for spiritual practitioners. To learn more about the 2020 Energy Intensive, click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Charmed Life Podcast. This is a mini episode. I am your host, Trisha Carr, and this is an excerpt from Light Shine, a live broadcast with myself and my best friend, Crystal Ann Compton. We're offering the Light Shine broadcasts every other week right into the Lightworkers Lab, which is an online spiritual community founded by Crystal, and you can find it on Facebook as a group. Join us and let your light shine too. Let's talk about the subject of interdimensionals. Mm-hmm. Talk about geeking out. Mm-hmm. I can talk about this all the time. I have talked about this across various platforms, but you know, I'm always down to talk about it again. And I thought we'd start a little bit like we did last time when we just spoke about our own angelic experiences and how that all happened for us. I thought maybe we could do the same with interdimensionals because you have some really cool stories. So why don't you pull one out? I guess. The first experience that I had with interdimensional or, uh, you know, again, ETs, you might want to say are cosmic star beings. I like, I like all, I like cosmic, I like star beings. I like all of those kinds of words. Um, Aliens, I'm not so favorable to, but I'm not saying you shouldn't use it or anybody shouldn't use it. But to me, I don't like alien because it's like, we're talking about the energy of us being able to connect and alien means like not of this place, but it's. I would be the alien more <laughs> than they would be, I would think, if we're talking about the, that dimensional space. So my first experience with um, this kind of energy, I was moving along in my spiritual seeking, my metaphysical path, and I was practicing animal communication. I think I was, yes, I was practicing mediumship. Uh, I may have been starting my business. I'm, I'm not, I don't remember exactly, but it had not come anywhere across my path yet. Anything about connecting in a spiritual sense, connecting with other kinds of planetary or other kinds of dimensional beings and besides angels and, and you know, ancestors. And so I was, it, it just kind of happened synchronistically. I was in meditation and uh, uh, this new kind of, being came to me and I could see, I could see that it had like features. It was like bipedal. So it was standing, you know, a a two footed creature and it was kind of blue and it had like a lion's head and like kind of lion features, but you know, it looked very energetic, electric kind of in my meditation, in my mind's eye. And I was like, that's interesting. And I'm always, you know, cool about whatever shows up in meditation. I'm like, that's interesting. How's this helping me? You know, the first time I connected with my great grandmother, she looked like a gold skin leprechaun. So I'm like, sure, why not? You know, I mean, everything I leaned into became something really interesting. So I asked this being if there was a name that I could call it. And 
the name that it gave me was Leon. And I was like, Leon? <laughs> Leon just to me sounds like such a hick name. Maybe being from Texas, it sounds like, <laughs> doesn't sound very elegant, doesn't sound very spiritual. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool, Leon, whatever. And then, uh, then later that day, I had to go, you know, with my, my old job and got in the car, put on a YouTube video, one that I had queued up for myself. And, and, but another video came on like, oh, it wasn't an autoplay situation. It like took it over. And it was a video about the Lyrans, the lion people of Lyra. And I was like, what the is this? And talked all about this, you know, race of beings we connect with spiritually. And, uh, and I don't remember the other two occurrences, but two more times that day, something about uh, lions or, or, you know, something about, I think Pleiadian started to show up too at that same time. I got two more um, signs about this. And then, then it dawned on me when we're talking about, like, I I saw Leon, I heard it clairaudiently, so I saw it, L-E-O-N, but in, like, in French, Lion is pronounced Lyon. So it was basically Lion was the name that he told me. <laughs> and it didn't, I didn't realize it at the time. And got super excited. Then down the rabbit hole I go. So have you continued to do work with the Lyrans, the Lions? Yes, yes. They, I'm very close with that particular race and the Pleiadians. Of course, Archangel Ariel is called the Lioness of God. Yes. And I learned shortly as I was doing my exploration that she oversees the Lyra constellation. So <laughs> again, you can't write this shit. No, you can't. <laughs> well, let me read a little excerpt on Lyra from Hidden Mysteries, ET's Ancient Mystery Schools and Ascension by Joshua David Stone, PhD. This, he's got a series of books. They're super nutty, man, but I think they're really cool. <clears throat> so for anybody who doesn't know about Lyra. The extraterrestrials from Lyra have brought a migratory quality and freedom of spirit to planet Earth. These beings aren't as attached as most to their home planet. They've been called the chameleons of the universe because of their ability to adapt to new environments on various planets. However, they're a very advanced civilization and are not used to the low vibrations that exist in the Earth's atmosphere. Can I get an amen word? The Lyrans radiate much light from their head centers, but apparently find it difficult to stay in the heart center while in the Earth's atmosphere. The Lyrans are used to total freedom and freedom of expression and movement. They are the independence of the universe. They're almost the opposites of the Arcturians who are very orderly and systematic. They would also be opposites of the Zeta Reticulum civilization in this regard. The Lyrans are very loving beings and they fluctuate through a wide range of frequencies on the color spectrum. As humankind advances and moves into the golden age, there will be even more contact with the Lyran civilization. The prism of Lyra, which is Lisa Royal's book is the source of this information. If you enjoyed this or any of the Charmed Life podcast episodes, I invite you to like, subscribe, share, or comment, or leave us a review on Apple iTunes or however you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are.